the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What is the future of the church? The temporal church, the church as you and I know it today. We have a final look at an answer to that question coming up next on Truth For Today. Over the course of history, the church has ebbed and flowed. We've seen the high points and the low points of the church. So from a perspective of temporary looking, what does the church look like in the future? It is that question that we are seeking to answer from God's Word. Hi there. Welcome to Truth For Today, the ministry of Valley Bible Church in Hercules. Our time together will take us to a variety of passages. We would invite you to join us. Here's Pastor Phil Howard with today's broadcast of Truth For Today. We've bought in to fiction in heaven. Oh, that's all pie in the sky. That's all, oh man, you know, they get into that. and You don't even, we don't sing about it. We used to sing, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. Anybody ever sing that song? Yeah. What a day that will be. What day? When the 49ers win? <laughs> what, what day are we talking about? Why don't you talk about heaven? You. Colossians 3, 1 said, Set your way of thinking on things above. Heaven. That you might put to death the deeds of the body and start living like you're going to heaven. But if you don't think it exists, and it does not exist in most church life. We talk about, I mean, in our lobby, it ought to be illegal to talk about a team. I don't want to hear about your team. I'm going to throw up. I come down here to hear about the real winner, Christ who died to make us winners. Talk about it once you're dismissed and go home. That's fine. I watched the Warriors get beat last night. Don't bring it up. I know it beat the papers. But do, are we heavenly minded? You can't be heavenly minded about something you're not sure that exists. So I want to take you on a journey. Eight things that happened to your future. Let's imagine this. You, I, I use the same illustration. I said, let's say you're 30 years old. And you, you've been out there. You've done your sinning. You've done this. You've done that. And boy, you've lived life. Maybe tragedies come, pain, some praying mama, some witness on the... Anyway, God surrounds you and you start being convicted and dealt with by the Spirit of God that if you should die, that mama you buried, you know you wouldn't see her because hell is still lurking there in your mind, maybe even heaven. And so you come under conviction and you actually get to be a born-again believer. You actually put faith in Christ alone. Through faith alone. By grace alone. To the glory of God alone. And you sure enough are saved. We've got so many not sure in the church saved. 
I think we maybe have 25% of our membership probably not saved. I'm just sure. There's no proof they're saved. They just got into membership. They can lie in the interviews or any, any other place. I don't know if you're saved. But just think if you accepted Christ. Let's say if you came here today and you know you're not saved. You know you're not going to heaven. You know your sins are too many. God could not let you in. But by some miracle of grace, and it is a miracle, God quickened your heart, took away your blindness, and all of a sudden you want Christ. That Christ alone can save me. Christ alone will receive me. And you become born again. Does that ever happen? Three of you, it's happened to. (laughs) Who's been born again in this place? Well, now I want to tell you eight things that are in your future. Eight things in your future. No matter what we go through in the temporal church. Turn to John 14. John 14. There'll be some verses up here for you. Others you'll have to crack a Bible. 14.1 Let not your hearts be troubled. Why did he say that? He had just told them, I'm going away. Upper room, I'm going away. And he could see, here's Peter. I mean, they don't want him to go away. I mean, this is heartbreaking news. He's trained 12. One's proved to be a devil. Has gone out at this very time and is selling him. So he's got 11 men in this room. And he says, don't let your heart be troubled. I know you're upset. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. And it's really that. Not mansions. It's really rooms. Dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you that I go to prepare a place That's singular. Why a place? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, that where I am you may be also. The place that he's prepared for us is a place Jesus will be, and I'm preparing it because you're going to dwell in a place with me forever. First promise, he says, I promise you, that I will return for you. I'm, I haven't abandoned you. Matter of fact, I'll give you the spirit to prove that you're not orphans. He will be the other comforter, strengthen you. But I will come back for you. Amen. I will not forget you. Now the issue is how do I get to the place? How can I know I'm going to the place? Verse 6, he said, I'm the way to the place. I'm the truth that gets you to the place. I am the life that gets you to the place. Now, what a promise. I will not forget you. I will come again. He didn't give any charts. He didn't give any dates. And it's been 2,000 years. Will he come again? He said he would. He hasn't showed up yet. 
But he left this promise. Guess what? Out of these 11 men, only John, the writer of this gospel, is the only one that's not killed and martyred. All 11 other men are killed. Thomas was uh, clubbed to death in India. James is beheaded in the city of Jerusalem. Uh, Peter was crucified upside down. On and on. They all met martyr's death. So for Christ to keep his word to them, he'll have to some way show up. And so we'll keep with the narrative of the scripture that he hasn't forgotten. But he said, I will come and I will bring you to a place. I just read something recently that man's greatest problem is loneliness. That he's an exile in the world. And the reason is man has never been at home since the Garden of Eden. He's been in exile. He's a stranger. He's a wanderer. That's why you get blue, melancholy. That's why you can be in the middle of a crowd and feel lonely. Why? You're not at home. Because this world is not our home. We're aliens. We're strangers. Uh, we do sing, this world's not my home. It's not. Because ever since the exile from the garden, being kicked out and evicted by our sin, and God said, I will not share paradise with those who rebel against me. We've been evicted, and we've been homeless. We've been aliens. We've been migrants. And there's no place like home. There's no home. And he says to these men, I am going to play, prepare a place That will be a permanent home that you'll never be kicked out of. You'll never move again. There'll be no sickness, no sorrows. I'm taking a place where you'll be with me forever. I will come for you. What a, what a sure, sure promise. Sure promise. Have you ever been rescued? Have you ever had a human being rescue you? Or do something for you when you were so homesick, so, so struggling. I never thought of it till today, but I thought of my sister Hazel. When my mother uh, took me and my sister Ruth, and we visited, my sister joined up with another gal, and they pastored a, uh, what you'd call a mountain or a hill church in the hills of Oklahoma. Rose Hill, Oklahoma. It was full of women and children. And the men sat on the porch, the church porch and spit tobacco. They didn't go in. Only women and children. They were rowdies. They, they just had no, no place for God. But these two gals worked there. Hazel was pianist. The other gal played guitar. Pretty good Bible teacher. And they pastored this thing, took care of them. Hazel taught music to have any spending money. They ran a food bill at this little store, right there, country store. Uh, my sister must have put on 80 to 100 pounds. She just ballooned overnight, eating all this cheap food, barely surviving potato chips, Pepsis, and whatever girls could do with $40 a week. Her health started going. And uh, she was in desperate ways, but she put on a good front. I remember when my mother, was, we left, she drove a 52 Merc. 
And uh, my sister Ruth and I were playing in the back seat. Tells you how young we were. We were playing everything. And my mother up front was driving the car, praying, crying. And uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, out of nowhere it seemed like, she does a U-turn on this country road, dust going up everywhere, just a two-lane road. And all of a sudden, Ruth and I don't know what's going on. She zips back, pulls up in the parking lot of this little store in the church right there. And my mother gets out of that car, and she doesn't get to the lawn until my sister boats out on the front porch, runs to my mother. They stand there and weep for about 10 minutes. And my mother simply says, you're going with me. You're going with me. My sister Hazel said in the car, I was praying, Mama, God, if you could rescue me, send Mama back. Send Mama back. You know, Jesus saying, I won't forget you. I'll rescue my church in many ways. Even in their temporal journey, I'll rescue. I'll rescue. I will hold you fast, even in a wicked world. I'll hold you fast in a world that the devil will try to kill you. But see, the coming of Jesus was, he made a trip to rescue you and to bring you home. We haven't landed there yet, but we're on our way. We're on our way. We will be there shortly. I get homesick for heaven. I've got a longing to go. Then, how do we get there? Second thing. He's going to come back to rapture or harpazo us. Some don't like rapture because they say it's not in the Bible. Okay, I'll take the Greek word, harpazo. Go to First Thessalonians. So first of all, I got the promise that Jesus is coming. I don't know when, but he's coming. How many of you knew that before you were saved? I knew it. I was scared to death because I wasn't wanting to see him. How about you? Did you ever have a time you knew he was coming, but you knew you weren't ready? Anybody ever grow up that way? I did. Look at uh, 1 Thessalonians 4. You, you all know it. It's our favorite funeral. It's the first funeral sermon in the Bible. If you think you want to do a funeral, uh, here's your outline. Look at this 13. We don't want you to be uninformed, brothers. Well, they were. That's why you wrote. See, he, he didn't just... You don't know about those who are asleep. And asleep is a euphemism in the Greek uh, and New Testament for the death of a believer. If you die in Jesus, it's called asleep. He never says that of the unsaved or the wicked. This is a euphemism that when the believer dies, the body goes to sleep, but not the soul. Now, there are different groups that teach the soul goes to sleep. You go unconscious until the resurrection. No, it's the body that sleeps, not the soul. We don't believe in soul sleep, nor does the Bible teach it. So, we don't want you to worry about those brothers and sisters that have died already. We don't want you to grieve like others who have no hope. Uh, how many of you have done any funerals? Any of you ever do? Okay. 
What's the difference between an unbeliever's funeral and a believer's? About the best we can do at an unbeliever's funeral is read a Helen Steiner Rice poem and tell maybe a few nice lies. Try to make them sound better than they were. Go on, on, and on. What do you do with a believer? You just say, uh, I like to read Thessalonians. And please don't talk about how good the guy is in the coffin. The funeral's not about them. For Christian, the funeral isn't about me, is it? I thought it was about someone that could do something with a dead man. Oh, you're not with me. Wake up. Wake up. What's the funeral about? We're going to eulogize and go on. Wait, wait. I've heard, I've heard you do it ten times. Why don't we just say he was a nice daddy and keep going? What if he wasn't a nice dad? You know what? I'm here to pay tribute to a lousy father. Well, no, you don't want to say that. You want to just say, if you died in Christ, we've got hope. Since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, ah, this is what changes it. Even so, through Jesus, through him as the agent, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. He's going to bring with him, how's he going to do this? That is because when you die as a believer, your soul, spirit goes to be with Christ, right? Absent from the body, present with the Lord, right? Okay. So, the dead in Christ will come back with Christ, their body still in the ground. And he said, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare unto you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord. Now that's interesting. This is, a, this is a profound truth never taught in the Old Testament that I know of. That there will be people alive on the earth that are believers that have never died. That when Christ comes back to raise the dead in Christ, they will be alive and they're watching what happens to us. Amen. Watch what he does. We declare to you by the word from the Lord that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not proceed, we will not go up before those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command. This will not be a weak voice, a mamby-pamby savior. This will be a mighty commanding voice. And the voice of an archangel. And with the trumpet, sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. So they're coming up. Then we who are alive. Okay. So here comes your brother, sister. They've been raised up. Now I'm standing here alive. Notice what he says. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be harpazo raptured, taken by force, together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Uh, so, hey, don't worry about Brother Jones that died. I'm going to raise him from the dead. And don't worry about you. 
By the time I get them out of the ground, I'm going to change you in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, and together you'll go up. It's just like you're waiting for the elevator to get him up to your level. Translate you, and you go up together. Now, I never had that in my future until Jesus became my Savior. That is not the future of everybody. That's the future of God's people who are in Christ. You've got that coming. It's coming. Praise be to his name. Oh, I got him. I've got to hurry up. But I don't want to hurry up. I'm going to stop. We're going to come back next week to see the six other things you get. Uh, I did the same thing the first service. But Matt did a series last week. He just didn't finish it. Uh, now, just think. Just think. Uh, what do we have to offer people right now? Would, will you invite anybody to come to church during this lonely, lonely, depressing season? Had a precious grandmother tell me today, my granddaughter keeps wanting to kill herself. Keeps, keeps cutting her wrist. So far, she hasn't succeeded. I said, well, how old is she? Twelve. Did you know how much the bars would do a great business during this season? Because when you, when you don't have any hope, maybe your marriage has ended. Maybe your mama's died. Maybe you're going through sorrow. Why don't you come to Jesus? He, he, he comforts people. He's a marvelous comfort. Jack Daniels can't get you through. No, no. It might help you make it through one night, but you're going to wake up and the sorrow is going to still be there. You need a Savior. We all do. And in Jesus, you'll find a home. You'll find a home. You can come back home. Come back home. I, I can't tell you how emotional I feel when I see uh, a little short mother grabbing this eldest daughter of hers. I can't let you stay sick anymore. I can't let you stay broke anymore. I can't see you being spit and wasted in these hills with this little congregation. You're starving, honey. You need to go to the doctor. Your health is gone. You become a wreck in just a year of nearly starving. But your mama wants to take you home. Let me tell you, sin has made a wreck out of all of us. Sin ruins, his, ruins health, ruins relationships. It stripped us of heaven. But Jesus said, since you can't get to heaven, I'll bring heaven to you. If you'll accept me, God will throw in heaven for free. Accept Jesus and he'll throw in heaven. You, what you want is not heaven, it's Jesus. When you get Jesus, God throws in all the rest. You'll get that free. Just stand. You might be here today and you're searching for a home. You're searching for something to fill the void in your heart. We all did. We all have been there. Melancholy, depression, homesickness, loneliness. It's a part of the human condition. It's not just you. We've all got a streak in us called I'm homesick. I'm in exile. It won't be finished until we're in the place where he is. He will come back. He is. You know what? It's like 
in heaven, the Father and the Son have set the wedding date. They just haven't told the bride. But we're going to a wedding. It's going to be, matter of fact, it'll take at least a thousand years just to enjoy the wedding bash. I'd be ready for it. If you never have put faith in Christ, what's keeping you out? And this is Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. As we conclude our time together today, we would invite you to contact us if you have questions, comments about the broadcast. Maybe you have a question about your own walk and relationship with the Lord or a prayer request. We'd love to hear from you. Please get in touch with us today. Now, we have a couple of ways to do so. The easiest might be simply visiting our website, truthfortodayradio.org. You can drop us an email. We have other means of contact that you'll find there at truthfortodayradio.org. We also have a lot of resource materials available for your growth and relationship with Christ. Our design and desire is to see that you grow in Christ, grow according to His knowledge and grace. Any way we can help, well, that's why we're here. So stop by truthfortodayradio.org or simply give us a call. 855-833-9864. Again, you can reach us at 855-833-9864. Please bear in mind as you contact us that this is a listener-supported ministry. As you link arms with us financially, we're able to continue the ministry here on this radio station. Prayerfully consider how you might get involved in the ministry of Truth For Today, won't you? 855-833-9864 or write to us. Our address is 1511 M. Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278, Hercules, California. The zip code is 94547. And that website, once again, truthfortodayradio.org. It is a pleasure spending time with you in God's Word. We trust we'll see you next time we get together for another broadcast of Truth For Today with Pastor Phil Howard. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.